Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. Today, we are on Industry Vibes, and we are chatting with Greg Masterson's on things that sour us in the industry. Uh, you can find me on social media at Total Auto Solutions, where you find me on most platforms. If you are on TikTok or the new Clubhouse, shoot me a text. You can follow me at Detail Supply App. But if you need a uh, invite to Clubhouse, shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Greg can be found at Masterson's Wax on most platforms. TikTok is where he loves to be, and that's Masterson's Car Care. You can find him doing a lot of great videos. Or the best way to get in touch with Greg is give him a call, 562-335-2053. He will answer the phone call even if he's on the shitter. Yes. Uh, apparently so. so. <laughs> this is true. This is love true. It, love it. Greg, it's uh, it's five it's o'clock out. somewhere, so I'm going to crack open a, uh, a beer. Uh, this is uh, Little Miss Sour. It's a tangerine. Ah, <laughs> that's funny. Right? That's uh, funny. That's funny. Right. I'm not a big fan of sours. <laughs> right. I don't like that. You know, there's that twang that happens. Some people really like sour beers. Love that. Um, not a big fan of sours, but, uh, you know, we get beer sent to us. Uh, and so we're thankful. Uh, Thankful that they sent it over and uh, happy to drink a cold beer with you talking about uh, things that sour us in the industry. And the reason why that came up is, is it's interesting how, you know, we, we've said last year that uh, as 2020 happened, as Corona happened and there was a massive surge, right? But the rest of the economy has all been kind of a bit different than the way the detailing industry has been, right? The detailing industry did amazing in 2020, but with the rest of the economy being a little bit different, uh, there's no doubt that 2021 was going to bring some changes. The souring that has happened is multi-level brands are now saying their technology was out of date and they're coming out with single layer application. And there's plenty of people that are soured by what the fuck has the past year's been? So wanted to immediately jump out and ask you, right? What has been some of the things that you have seen that, that have begun to sour you over the years of uh, things that have happened in our industry? You know, it's funny that you mentioned that about the coatings. You know, I truly believe that the coating industry dug itself into a hole with the whole single layer, multi-layer problem. And whoever, whoever is not watching this, the way it started out was that when the ceramic coatings first came out, the whole point was it's one thing. You put it on and it and it uh and it works and that's it. And then what happened was is that the ceramic coating industry shot themselves in the foot because then they were like, oh man, like we're only selling this one item. Shit. So now we got to make like more items. And so these ceramic companies made like like, oh, we need like a pre, pre-coating and a coating and a top coat. And you're like, why did I waste all this time doing this now? It's stupid. And so now I think they're trying to go, they're, they're like backpedaling. <laughs> you know, they're backpedaling about the whole multi-layer coating. And so that's something that also sours me. You know, that, that, that also sours me. 
I think the number one thing that sours me is people undercharging. Mm. Like the biggest thing that sorry, people undercharging. People undercharging for services. Okay. They the biggest people out there, and I'm I'm talking to you out there, ceramic coating installer dude who wants to make more money. And so they think that they're gonna add another service with a coating to make more money. It's not gonna happen. You should be charging more money for the services that you're doing and offer them better and faster. So it so kind of goes are. into, yeah, that, that's interesting. Good, great point, Greg. That kind of goes into what we kind of a little bit talked about last week, right? Like there, there's a theory that if 80% of detailers would go out of business, if, if a coding company left, right? Then, well, did the coding companies have just been teaching detailers the wrong thing over the past years? They yeah. actually haven't been teaching them building a business. They've just been teaching them how to install a product. So that has kind of trapped them in a sense. Is And, and what you're saying is, yeah, if they haven't really learned the basic core steps of the overall business, which is how to properly clean a car. Yep. Exactly. How to properly clean a car. Yeah. Not even how to properly clean a car, just how to sell your services. How well, to- well, I mean, it starts, hold on. It starts with properly cleaning the car so that you can then charge yeah. the proper amount, yeah. which is what yeah. you're saying, right? But if, if you just never clean your car and clean customers' cars the right way, technically, right? Yeah. Uh, never get it fully clean because you're too worried about trying to whack them over the head for a $2,500 ticket. Uh-huh. Well, your, your overall, you can't ever get to that next level in your, your overall business because you never started being key with the basics. Who was that basketball coach like from the Indiana way back, way back in the day? One of those genius coaches that talked about every time, every first practice, he would teach people to come in and learn how to tie their shoes the right way. <laughs> yeah. Right? This, I, this, was, this was like in the 60s oh yeah yeah it was way long time ago i don't even remember the guy's name i just remember hearing that before velcro (laughs) (laughs) yeah before velcro you know but the the idea that basketball players are gonna be running up and down and there's so much to know about basketball but the very key of knowing the fundamental thing of how to properly lace up your shoes yeah was the whole thing that he did the very first part of practice so you're right i mean if people don't get that part down it would be really hard to then charge properly amount so I, I definitely get your point, man. That's yeah. it's a great point. Yeah, you know, this is, I, I truly believe that when it comes to running a business, it doesn't need, like the detailing part is the easiest part. Washing a car, so easy. We are the automotive janitors of the world. We pretty much clean the toilets of the cars where people fart and people sit. It's not hard to do. Anybody that says it's hard to do is full of shit because it's not. You know what's hard to do? Collecting money running a business, mm. selling your services, marketing. Those are all very hard. But the craziest thing about this is there is a tennis coach out there. Okay. He's the greatest tennis coach in the fucking world. He's taught Andre Agassi. People literally bend over to go to this tennis coach. Did you know that this tennis coach doesn't even play tennis? Mm. Never even played tennis ever. Doesn't even know Tennis. It's because I truly believe with business and success, it's not even about knowing exactly how to do stuff. It's all about knowing how to succeed. And part of success is knowing, knowing what you need to charge. So people undercharging is like, is a huge bad one. The second one I think that's really horrible, sours it big time, is 
people thinking that ceramics protect everything. That one sours me hard because I go on TikTok and I'm on TikTok the other day. And then this, this, this girl's like, no, this was the whole TikTok. Just imagine this, a girl. And she's going to her, her rims on her car. They're white rims. And she goes, no, they're dirty. No, but I put ceramic on it. And I'm like, that's, that's what was the video. And, and people think that you put ceramic on it and your car is like bulletproof. And it's not. It gets just as dirty. You know, ceram- I believe ceramics protect no better than wax. They don't, you know? And that, 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 that bothers me. Now, another thing. The, the, well, hold the, on, hold on, hold on. Before you jump onto the third one, hold on. No, this is kind of the same one. Now, this okay. is still on the same thing. Is that the reason people think ceramics protect everything is because there's all these videos on YouTube with people lighting their cars on fire and hitting them with big sticks. And it's like, look at my car. It would stick. Look, look, look. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then they're and then they're taking gasoline and lighting the car on fire. And you're like, look, it protects it against fire. Nobody's fucking car is gonna get lit on fire. Like, unless you're in California and you live in that burn zone where your car got fucking kind of fucked up, you know, that that doesn't exist. And I remember in California when that happened. There was all these expensive cars that got burned in the fires out here in California that just whacked through everything and burned all these expensive houses. And people were asked, they saw these, there was like a Ford GT that got burned and some classic cars. They were showing pictures. And a lot of people were asking, are those ceramic coated? <laughs> like, like, why didn't they survive the burns? We see all these YouTube videos lighting cars on fire. That sours me. And it, I, it sours me a lot. Well, well, anyway, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I think it's interesting that you brought that up. Have you heard the term snake oil? Yeah, snake right? oil. Snake yeah. oil. Yeah. Well, it's ceramic, normally, it's ceramic normally, oil. well, well, so normally, right, snake oil has been reserved for being inside a dealership or, you know, some shit that somebody out on the streets just peddling and throw it on the car and magically makes it look good, right? Okay. Uh, I didn't know the term until... About two years into this business. So somewhere around, well, maybe about a year, year and a half. Um, so as I started going into dealerships and learning learning how to take a product and go into the dealership and begin to sell it, well, they didn't really need a lot of waxes or sealants because they were selling it through finance. And, and I learned a term through finance and learned a term through the dealership that half the stuff that they believe is just snake oil, right? You just throw it on and put down some paper on it and call it good. Now, I actually joined with the Sealant brand and was selling um, selling as a rep and, and did well at it. Really enjoyed going around working with warranty sealants. Well, yeah, yeah. Warrantied sealants through yeah. dealerships. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was, I was a, Which I was one a was rep. it? Uh, Permaplate. Permaplate. There's yep. a lot of them. There's a lot of them. They are. They've been around since the seventies, you know, family owned company really, you know, I, I enjoyed the company. I enjoyed what they did. You know, it's all done by paperwork. At the end of the day, it's, it's all about, you know, a piece of paper, but that term snake oil, right. Term snake oil really bothered me as a detailer because I was like, you know, we're putting on a good polymer sealant, right? It's a good product. It's going to protect for three or four months. Now I, the snake oil part is saying that's going to protect seven years. So 10 years. 
or 10 years, you know, but depends on what the customer bought, right? If they're sitting in finance and they bought a five year or a seven year. Now, the, the interesting part on the demos that we would do to sell snake oil, guess what demo I used to do in the middle of a dealership? I'd light a fucking roof, I'd light a fucking hood on fire. Like that was part of the demo. You had to show people that the sealant was going to protect. What is it so, showing? Well, so I would put spray paint, but you had to use a I certain spray paint. I understand what it is, but and then you could, you could, what you could. What is it? What is it trying to prove? It's just a visual. You know, it's just. It's. I think it's just a in sales, right? You understand in sales, you need you need different senses to go, right? Yeah. So I, if I'm working with a salesman and I'm sitting there, at, you know, in a showroom, oh. uh, they would you know, cause I would go in on a regular basis and do regular, you know, trainings and sit around and talk with the guys and, and help them out. And I'd sit in their meetings, uh, you know, and help sell a car to a customer and help sell the product to a customer. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just a lot of that visual. And a lot of times they'd go, Hey, can we go out there and do another visual for them? And oh, have okay. People all gather around, and, you know, like, yeah, but the same thing that they were trying to sell against, right. Ceramic oh. companies selling yeah. against snake oil. Yeah. Use the exact same marketing techniques of lighting a hood on fire. Like, you're right. I was like, how the hell do you do that? You evidently didn't know the industry. You just came into it, you know, over the past couple of years. Like, because there's this thing called snake oil and that's how it's sold and you selling your product the exact same way. So, Listen, yes. man, Little Miss Sour agrees with you on that. It, yeah, it definitely yeah. sour a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. That's, All right. That's, that's, that's Third and final thing that uh, that makes Greg's Masterson sour. It, it, I, 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 got, I got two more mm, mm. on this list. It was a four list. Okay, four list. The second one is people not knowing what they're talking about. That's the number one thing. A lot of people online, they watch videos of people. And they don't know if that person is a legit source mm. of information. And so they get this garbage information. And so I'll tell you a little story. I was actually out in the real world showing the world some Masterson's car care products. I walked into a store, okay? And this store sold another brand of products. And me being in sales, I'm like, hey, what's up? You want to buy my product? It's really good. It's going to improve your sales. It's going to look great on your shelf. And they said, well, we sell this other brand. It's called TNS, okay? And they said, we sell TNS. And I asked them, what does TNS stand for? And they said, uh, uh, I, I don't know. And they said, and it was T and S, T and sign S. I asked them, what does that stand for? And they said, I don't know. And I said, how the fuck do you sell something you don't know what it is? And they said, uh, good point. <laughs> so anyways, on my journey that day, I went to some more stores and every other store also sold TNS. And I asked every store owner at the store, what does TNS stand for? They all didn't know. They had no fucking idea. And I, I'm, one, I'm, I'm wondering how these shops even sell stuff if they don't know even what they're selling. If they don't even know the brand that they're selling at their store, how do they know the difference between a ceramic and a wax, an APC and a leather cleaner, a tire shine oil base or water base, or even anything about detailing? 
I have no idea. And it's, that's a hard one is people saying stuff they know nothing about in the detailing world. And it spreads crazy information. And it probably just started out with one guy saying, hey, man, you should sell this TNS. And nobody well, asked. I mean, it started with a good salesman going in. You're right. I mean, yeah. you're a yeah. better salesman, though, man. I think, you, I think you'll go get them. All right, number four. What's your number, number four? four? People not posting enough for their business on social media. All right. Okay. People always wonder why their businesses suck. I get that all the time. My business is not doing too good. I get that How do I get customers? How right? do I find customers? Post your ass on social media every day, five times a day. And when I tell them that, they say, oh, I don't have enough time in the day. And I look at them and say, we got the same amount of time, 24 hours. What's the problem? Oh, well, you know, I, I, I just can't figure it out. How? Watch a video. Oh, I didn't grow up with that. Either did I. You know, like I've heard so many excuses, but it's people not posting enough on social media and then wondering why their business doesn't make any money. And wondering, wondering why instead of their business being a money generating tool, it's a job. And they go to work every day. And now that their passion, that's how I, that's how I feel is going to destroy businesses over the next five years. It's people having a business and they started the business because they don't want a job. And then they don't post enough on social media. So now their business turned into a job, the same thing as before, just going and doing something and not progressing. And then they wonder, why did my passion go away? Why don't I love cleaning cars anymore? Why don't I love cleaning up vomit off carpet? Because it's now a job now. <laughs> so before they used to like that, now they don't. So I think posting on social media, bump that up. Anybody's going to gonna have a good time. Man, I I'm with you on that as, as I've been pretty, uh, pretty active on, on souring things. One that has definitely soured me and kind of in line with that is, as I've said it before on a regular basis, I think with you is, is detailers will take, you know, a brand that's selling them something and take their advice from a rep, um, and pay for clicks, right? The brand knows how to get you people because they rank up better. And so that detailer should pay that brand for a lead or a click without actually, right? So that, that brand actually is robbing the detailer. It's, it's the same concept of I can teach you how to fish, you know, or I could give you fish, which, which is more beneficial for you long-term. It's to teach you how to fish, right? So next week I'll be on the um, Mobile Tech Expo education series. And, you know, my uh, Mobile Tech Orlando education day class was going to be walking through for detailers on how to take different parts of social media, different platforms, how to use technology that you have uh, in your app store, in your play store, on your phone, how to take a video, how to take photos, how to use platforms to create brand awareness so that I can actually give for free out to detailers so the detailers don't have to pay a brand for clicks, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a scam. And I always try and go after scams with free information. And so uh, it has soured me too, Greg. I, I love that that was your final one because that, it was actually going to be my final one too, uh, is, is giving away information for free on how to actually do marketing. So yeah. anybody that wants to hop on, there's going to be Q&A. It's at the Mobile Tech Expo Education Series 
And so it's at six o'clock Eastern next Thursday, which is the 18th. So March 18th at six o'clock Eastern, uh, I'll be leading a live presentation on how to do that and followed by a good 30 minutes of Q&A so that we can do a deep dive into detailers' businesses and how to help grow it. So yeah. to uh, add that, that definitely on, has soured me too. Yeah, to add something on, you know, we've been talking about the leads and paying other companies and, and, and building your own skills on this podcast if anybody has been watching that. And something I, I thought about this the other day that really made sense is that I truly think that it's more, it's very beneficial for a detailer to work with a larger company, whether it be Masterson's, TNS, uh, uh, you know, anything, uh, uh, Snail Wax, any other brand out there, right? I'm just naming out names because they don't pay me to name out names, right? So let's, um, I believe that detailing and running a business is actually like fishing, right? The skill is fishing. You got to know how to fish. You have to know how to tie the knot and bait the, the hook. And you have to know how to do the throw and how to reel it in. You have to know all that, right? So if you want to catch little fish and big fish, you still have to know how to fucking fish. Okay. But if you want to catch little fish, you can go walk over to the pier and fish off the pier. And you're going to catch some fish and you're going to meet some friends and you're going to have a great time. And every day you can get up and you can go to the pier and fish, or you can go to the lake and just fish off the lake. You can just stand on the, on the, the shore. shore. Yeah. yeah. On the shore. You can still fish. Your fishing is good. You're loving fishing. You want to catch those big fish. You got to get on a boat and the companies, they got the boats. They built the boats. And some, the boat costs money. The, the boat has, it, it needs a crew. It costs gas. The boat um, has a, a route. It's got to go. It's got to collectively go out further into the water to catch the big motherfucking fish. And out there, out here in California, people do it all the time. They go fish on the pier. They want to go get, uh, they want to catch a, 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 a swordfish, a whale, right? They got to go out far. And they, they pay other companies to take them that far, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if you're a detailer out there, you can go fishing for little fish and you can know those little fishes you have, and you can have great success. But when you want to get those big fish, you got to get a boat. And there's boats out there that are going away. Masterson's Car Care, one of those boats. We're opening a lot of stores. Someone could go and open a store, still use their detailing, profit with the store. Other, you know, other brands like uh, Pro Ceramica, they, you could go over there and pay a little bit to get on the boat ticket and they'll take you a little farther, right? But you're not going to, your boat trip is worthless if you don't know how to fish. If you get on that boat, you could spend a hundred dollar ticket on that boat. What are you going to do? Sit on the boat and do watch other people fish. That's yeah, I mean, happened. and I, I guess the idea that that the brands that have built those boats, like you're saying, is that's what they're wanting people to do, not yeah. know how to fish and just pay the ticket to come onto the boat so that they can just give you fish and they're miraculously going to help your business. Where in the long term, the best way, as you and I know, the best way you and I know if somebody's walking out on that pier isn't to go buy a ticket to somebody's boat but it's to learn how to get a boat themselves. Learn how to get the boat, right? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I, and I, you know, I've thought about that. And then there's another way of business if you think about this, right? 
when you get the boat, how do you know how to run that boat? Well, that's when you find somebody and you get to pay them to run the boat, not be on their boat taking could, a $29 pay per click. You could do that. Or you could go ride the boat a couple times. You could. Someone else's boat, yeah. right? You could go ride that boat because I, I believe it this way. You, you can't be a good chef if you don't eat at restaurants. How, how do you know what else is going on? That's how true. another restaurant That's is true. cooking, how another chef is, is, is going on. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of good for some of these people to go out there and ride some boats. You're right. It, it's actually, it's actually a, a low cost boat ride for them actually, but that low cost boat ride is nothing. If they didn't know how to fish, if they didn't know the skills, if they didn't know how to detail, if they didn't know how to do it themselves, they mm -hmm. didn't know how to close that deal, reel it in. You know what I mean? Because I got guys that I know people out here in California, they don't know shit about fishing and they pay like 500 bucks to go out on a boat and they catch nothing. But their homie catches like three ice chests full of everything. <laughs> and he's like, here, have some fish. Yeah. I don't have, wow. I, you know, I have too much fish now. So detailing, I believe is like the ocean. There's too many cars. All right, There's Chandelier Island Brewing Company. Thanks so much for Little Miss Sour. Uh, not a huge sour fan, but this one, you know, it was drinkable. It was drinkable. <laughs> I'm good. Greg, thank you so okay. much for your time. Great thank info on what has soured you through the industry. Uh, I, a lot of great information, man. Thanks as always for what you do. And, uh, I appreciate it. I think next week you got a store opening. Next so you're week, out next week. Yeah. Next for the next two weeks, maybe next two the weeks. week after that, I might be back, but yeah, I am actually getting ready to, um, I'm only going to be working one more day this week and then I'm getting ready to go to uh, Florida where we're going to open the first Masterson's car care store on the East coast. Nice. It's going to be crazy. Hopefully I want to invite everybody that's watching pints and polishing podcast to come out and hang out with me on March 20th from 9am to 2pm Boca Raton, Florida. It's going to be 1935 Northwest second Avenue in Boca Raton, Florida. I'm going to be there giving away $2,000 in free prizes and we're going to have giveaways in the store and uh, amazing deals. And we're going to have a great car show. So hopefully if somebody out there is watching Pints and Polishing podcast, tap me on the back. Say, what's up, man? I watch you and Marty on Pints and Polishing. I want to meet you. And uh, I want to get a picture with you so we can show it on the next Pints and Polishing. So uh, awesome. I look forward to it. And maybe Marty's going to be there. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, we talked about it, right? I was like, you know, I'd hope, but I, I, I I'm just now I'm not going to, I won't make it. It's a little, <laughs> I know. Man. I really was looking forward to it and was looking at trying to get out there, but it just didn't happen. I feel you. But hey, next time we'll do the next one. Yeah. We'll congratulations. Though, man. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. All right, Thank man. You. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you guys very much. You have a great day. episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the Community Pub Wednesday nights at 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the Community Pub Wednesday nights, 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy.